from the creators of Relevant Magazine, this is The Relevant Podcast. Friday, September 25th, 2015, and it's The Relevant Podcast. I'm your host, Cameron Strang, and here with me in our Orlando studio, Eddie Big Cat Koffold. Fantastic. Good to see you, man. Over there on the ones and twos, our illustrious producer, Jeremiah Dunlap. Great to be here. I said, without any hesitation, I get a little frozen for like a microsecond before yeah. I say the name, because for six years I said another name. I miss Chad still. <laughs> okay, but I didn't t- the, the, today. No, no microsecond of hesitation. No. Habit is broken on the Skype line. From no, not on the Skype line. On the no. Google Hangout line. Intrigue from and Loverland, Virginia. Jesse Carey. Boo! I like Skype. <laughs> and uh, and over there, sitting in today, joining us, Tiffany Brunson. Hi. Good energy, Brunson. Um, oh, that's yeah. your that's Sk- your welcome. This week's show is brought to you by the great courses. Uh, most of you listening to this podcast are a lot like us. You're interested in learning for your own personal enjoyment and enrichment. And that's the motivation behind The Great Courses. Hmm. It's an engaging video and audio lecture series taught by top professors and experts in their fields. Uh, I, I recently uh, just just finished, actually, the uh, course on the fundamentals of photography. Huh. I, I knew a lot, but I learned a lot. I think that's what I think that's the thing. Autofocus. You got to get yeah. that engaged. Just everything auto, auto, auto. That was basically the, the pinnacle of the teaching. That's mostly no. what it's all about. No, it was great. It was taught by <laughs> National Geographic photographer Joel Sartori. So, I mean, again, it's like high quality uh, learning going on here. Um, the Great Courses is celebrating their 25th anniversary with over 500 courses, including history, literature, psychology, better living, and more. You can watch or listen with DVDs, CDs, streaming, digital downloads, or with the Great Courses apps. They've created a special limited time offer for relevant podcast listeners. You can order from eight of their best-selling courses, including the Fundamentals of Photography, the History of Christianity, which mm. was incredible, and the Fundamentals of Music, which uh, you don't need because no, because I proficient. already yeah, I'm, I was already practicing before the show on my cat piano. Yep, the Art of Storytelling, <laughs> the Everyday Gourmet, and others at up to eighty percent off the original price. Order today, go to thegreatcourses.com slash relevant. That's thegreatcourses.com slash relevant. You don't want to miss the the. That's what I'm no, saying. if you go to greatcourses.com slash relevant, yeah. just food. you got a whole... Joy's wedding whole website. <laughs> Remember, 80% Good off their eight best-selling courses at thegreatcourses.com slash relevant. And they get honorable mention for their website being so great because Skype, I don't know if you've heard, yeah. Skype is down today. Jesse's on Google Hang right now. Yeah, should we say we're suffering through a worldwide outage? Yeah, it's crazy. So uh, <laughs> Jesse's uh, like quality is not n- normal. Skype is a far superior video chatting product. I got a lot of Facebook messages from my mom uh, this week. She's pretty sure Armageddon's like about to start, like in the next three or four days. Oh. and so I think this Skype thing going out because is, of the blood moon. Yeah. Oh, oh mm-hmm. all right. Okay. Yeah. So, so if this podcast goes out on the twenty fifth, mm-hmm. we made it. We made it. Because right. isn't it the twenty fourth? Or, or, or you guys just made it and you're listening. to to it because we recorded this on a Monday. Yeah, this week. we had to record on Monday because uh, tomorrow I'm traveling to Haiti. Yeah, uh, but lovely this time. Well, of I, year. I wanted. To, I just wanted to get out of get out of Dodge with the Pope going to D.C. That's yeah. where the Antichrist is going to happen. Oh. So I wanted to go on a so, mission. So, so, so Jeremiah, d- does the Pope visit Blood Moon, uh, uh, Full Moon, or whatever, like the 
the calendar event yeah. and Skype going down all point to signs of the end times. Yeah, I think the Skype thing was in Genesis, maybe? <laughs> okay, when is the Pope in Washington, D.C.? Uh, well, I was invited to some meeting on the 24th, but I'm in Haiti. It's Thursday, the day before this podcast. Oh, I wonder how long he'll be there, because I'm in Washington next week. But he won't be there. He's uh, for like two days. Because he's going to Philly mm. and New York Why and D.C. Philly? Uh, Philly, Philly's the main thing. <laughs> really Philly's like the main destination of this visit. Yeah. Visit really? the roots. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Philly's like... Uh, well, isn't, isn't there some sort of like Catholic school there that he's visiting? There's a bunch of stuff. He's a huge fan of pre- like, Fresh the, Like the, the mm-hmm. Monsignors bring them over. That's his diocese or something. Oh, yeah. cool. Yeah. Or something. I'm saying wrong words, but... <laughs> there's, a, there's an unexpectedly strong connection to Philadelphia, which is why... Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Just, just watch the Da Vinci Code. It, it explains all. Of it. <laughs> yeah, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> Tiffany, the answers you're looking for are clearly written on the back of the Constitution. Yeah, <laughs> you be able to obtain it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so there's well, that. Well, but, but what I'm saying is, is there any of the, the people that are concerned about the blood moon? prophecies hey we can talk about it as as it being as ridiculous as we all feel it is because once this video once this podcast comes out we will be vindicated as being correct we should all be and if we're wrong no one's gonna hear exactly we can just say the evidence dies off with us it was a sham i actually don't know anything what's what are you talking about here's the deal in our normal world yes nobody's talking about this but in the grandma sending you messages on facebook world (laughs) Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and and certain portions of the Christian spectrum more on the uh, biblical prophecy charismatic side mm-hmm. the that world those grandmas okay. are really upset or ex- about this week there are, there are people like moving to Montana and like and, like buying rations what? for and months like prepping they're prepping. prepping for the apocalypse that will yeah. happen with the red moon that's happening this and pa- they, this week they suspect they will be here September September 24th hmm. September 24th the, I believe yeah. was the day the Armageddon pinnacle. will start but but also isn't this being sort of perpetuated by certain televangelists and you know people that may have financial or other motives for isn't it always jesse isn't it always probably mm-hmm. hallmark mm-hmm. there are certain evangelists that sell end of the year like uh or end of the world uh, f- uh macaroni dried, kits dried food dried food packages that you can live for 30 60 or 90 days and stuff like that are they know. vegan yeah I'm asking Ooh. for my friend Eddie. <laughs> That's a really good question. I, I don't I think that they up. ground up meat in the powder. So well, I'm, you I'm don't know. Sure you don't know. Yeah, preserved. 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 It's worth yeah. checking on. Eddie. If the yeah. end of the world happens and I did not get to see SNL live, though, I'm going to be mad. Well, well, I don't know. You'll be in the throne room of Jesus and worshiping for eternity. I don't think you're going to remember us. He will. He will. I will. Yeah, I yeah. think I will. <laughs> I think in his I will. DNA. I know you'll be really excited to be there, but you'll also you'll kind of also be like, oh, could I just one thing though? Could I get like 20 more? Just like. It's like it's like when you got married. Did you feel that way about like an ex girlfriend? Like I still kind of miss think her. I want to ride well, that analogy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I'm gonna do that because because even if the if you if you go into detail right now, even if the blood moon doesn't happen, your life is gonna get very difficult. <laughs> it, it does, there is no you're right gonna, response to that. You're gonna pray that. for that blood moon, man. <laughs> <laughs> well, good luck, everybody. Yeah. I hope that blood moon thing works out. Well, when is it supposed to happen? Like it's supposed to start on September 24th, the day before this podcast. <laughs> Uh, it starts on the 24th? Yeah, that kind of thing. I don't yeah, get it's it. A, my, um, I, I yeah, your, your grandma's keeping everybody my in the mom, My your mom. My mom is. Okay. Yeah. Would, would we be able to call so, your mom so real what's, quick? What's the story, Jeremiah? Fill us okay, in. Okay, so the, I mean, I've, it's... 
I'm looking up Blood Moon. Yeah, this is my. It's not just a Blood Moon. It's a lot of other things that are uh, allegedly. But, but literally happening. the same day that the Pope is meeting with Obama yeah. is is oh, the well, same now day. I'm, now I'm on board a little it's bit. It's also that, and it's the end of the Jewish like feast cycle. Right. It's, um, it's a lot of things. You gotta watch up. out for the feast cycle. Yeah, yeah. and um, so I've gotten a lot of messages. And again, like I'm impartial right now. I'm better safe than hashtag left behind. So I'm gonna get a couple of canned of dry food. My mom said I should buy a gun. Um, no, she didn't. Yeah, yeah. She said she's buying really? a gun. Yeah, no. <laughs> she said she's buying a gun. A question about the gun thing. Yeah, 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 absolutely. So, wow. in in theory, that that you know, it's, it may not be like the tribu- the the exact like rapture and tribulation, but the world is supposed to come you know crumbling down sure. with all these blood moon prophecies, and your your firearm. Yeah, that your mom suggests that you you uh, uh, obtain the idea is that that is to like make sure like you know roving marauders don't come into your home and steal all your dried vegetables you bought from John Hagee. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, and the Watts riots. Clearly, if you had a little handgun, you would have been totally fine. A handgun or a crossbow. Yeah, Debbie Debbie Dunlap is a fighter, so I can see yeah, why she. Debbie, would. I'm not even sure she needs a gun. I think no. she's just gonna get a bow staff and call it a day. She raised I, ten kids and homeschooled them all. I think she'll be fine. I can't believe it. Yeah. I can't believe it's she's a real a, thing. It's I, I don't actually know if John Hagee's selling dried food, but he did write the Blood Moon book, I think. No, wow. yeah, he did, and my dad published it. But yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> oh, <laughs> we're, we're, I didn't know that, but so you can take his name. We're deep in this world. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. 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 So, Although my Facebook page and email, I've been totally. I've been, nobody said a word to me about this. I found out from people like you and your mm-hmm. mom and others, and then, and then when I was up in uh, Montana, somebody was mentioning a lot of the. Midwest Christians were stockpiling yeah. ammunitions and things like that. Oh, and I was so, like, really? So, but what does everybody do on Friday? Like when they wake up and they're like, hmm, oh, we're here. I guess. <laughs> yeah, my question is it. what well, time I of know, day? I, I, think, I don't it, think it's supposed to be the rapture. I think it's like, okay, everything's going to start happening. Like crumbling, the stock market's yeah. going to crumble. Uh, there might be an EMP attack. There might be aliens landing that are actually like demons in alien form it's a lot of things that are going to start and then the antichrist will rise up uh, and unite and and take care of it all nikolai and carpathia nikolai, right no uh elon musk everyone he, he, everyone he, he, knows he, that i, I kind of have like a devious plan here oh okay. it's, it's, does it start on friday J- jeremiah can you send me some of these warnings that your mother has uh uh uh, acquired in her e- inbox. Absolutely, because I care about you. I don't want you to be safe. I will. Okay, so what I'm going to do <laughs> yeah. is I'm going to forward them to my fantasy football league. Do it before Thursday or else email won't work. Well, Skype's already down, so we know. Oh, <laughs> oh, yeah. well, what I'm going to do is I'm going to forward them to my fantasy football league on the, the Monday afternoon and plant the seeds that the world's not even around next weekend. And then Thursday, before the blood moon, I'm going to send some really terrible trade offers <laughs> and just see if they're like, well, I don't care. You know, what What? What, what good is Adrian Peterson to me anymore. We'll see who's <laughs> laughing on Sunday. Morning. I've been I've been writing a lot of like checks for stuff. Like, can you make sure to hold this till Friday? Writing checks, your body can't cash. Yeah, exactly. His body can cash anything. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like your mom was the only person in America that listened to the tenure thing and heard the revelation revelation thing I did and, and it was, was like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I'm on board with that boy. That, those that, that Eddie guy is those, smart. Yeah, he gets Putin it. birds. That, that's, <laughs> That's a real thing. DC talk oh, reuniting. The, the, yep. the, um, I forgot one key major detail. Have you guys uh-huh. heard about these trumpets? No. That are heard around the world? Like shofars are being heard 
around the world and being recorded and put on YouTube. They're all over the place. You should check it out. It's like what on earth? these like mysterious shofar trumpet blowing coming from the sky. It's like this huge conspiracy. Is it, are they coming from the neighborhood of Kiki Pounds? <laughs> <laughs> she does have a signed box shofar. Wow. Yeah, there's all kinds of. They say it's like the trumpets are starting, and it's this. This is it. Well, good luck, everybody. Yeah, I mean, it's like okay. I mean, because the reality is, if you're a Christian, you have kind of hope for eternity. So yeah. you're like, uh, so d- buy your dry whatever. diaper and well, just hold like, on tight. Yeah, I'd like to know because we got a lot of housework to do, and I'd love to just not do it. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like I'm getting a pool installed right now. It's yeah. gonna be done in like two weeks. I would have liked to take a dip. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. But no, when you're up in the throne room. Of heaven, mm-hmm. yeah. you're not going to care about. But your you're pool. saying, but but you're saying know, <laughs> that, that what's going to preclude that is an alien invasion. Yeah, but it's going to be demons. Oh, <laughs> now it's obviously it's all making sense. The demons yeah. are going. So, they're so like the invisible trumpets. Yes, you're on the right track. <laughs> Keep going. Are, are, are alien demons warning us that they're coming? No, 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 no. Shofars are for the, the Jesus sh- side. Yeah, yeah. The shofars. Yeah. That's the Lord saying. It's like, hey. it's like the the horn of Gondor. It's, exa- it's exactly like so, the Horn of Gondor. And we're buying the guns to shoot the alien demons? The yeah. alien... The, uh, Jesse, the, you don't the know. demons won't warn us. The aliens are allergic to water. I've seen signs. <laughs> <laughs> so everyone, don't worry about buying guns. Buy a ton of That's water That's why bottles. I'm building a pool right now. Is <laughs> like, I'm just going to sit in the middle of the pool and the aliens can't get <laughs> me. You and float. Cohen just on a little floaty. <laughs> on a little ducky float. Well, well, what an interesting show we've got already. I did. I did. <laughs> I did uh, I'm very excited about the pool. And so last night on Amazon, I was buying floats. Oh, yeah. And I, did I you bought, get Shamu? I got Shamu. Move yes. for JD, yes. and I got the big white <laughs> swan that Taylor Swift uh, Instagrammed. Oh, cool. and I got a uh, large uh, Chris, um, uh, donut from like The Simpsons. Good one, like uh, oh. with the pink oh. with the sprinkles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then a bite's taken out of it. That's fun. And when Cohen gets a little older, you should get the basketball hoop because it's no, fun no. to do like six. Already tricks. ordered it. Oh, that's the best. Oh one. yeah, I, I, we got a athlete, uh, what do they call activity pool activity with two pool. shallow ends. Yeah, that's fun. And then deep in the middle. Yeah, and so so one team isn't like having to tread water the whole time, right? And get destroyed. I get that in the volley ball game that's fun so yeah we're yeah gonna, and, that's and it makes the dunks a lot less savage yeah that's true <laughs> pool, yeah pool dunks are violent violent because you can because tr- there's yeah. no way to get to the basket other than just lowering your shoulder and like you know <laughs> drive you know throwing people underwater you can't dribble in a pool so by the time you get to the basket you just dive for the hoop and you're only in waist deep water so it rips into the pool every time well so i was thinking don't, shouldn't i put the hoop in the middle at the deep point and then there's yeah, the exactly. two shallow yeah, so you can be in the you- shallow end shooting right. like the three pointers right. mm-hmm. but but if you're going in for the dunk you're going to have to work for it you got to right. earn it you you're running from it. the outside doing like the okay I'm going to try the front flip and then dunk but you're in the shallow end for that whole maneuver right. Right. when you inevitably miss and just fall on your head in the shallow end <laughs> although you know what's really cool is uh, the placement of the pool is yeah. is jumpable from the uh, garage roof oh you're going to have your almost famous <laughs> moment oh, <no>. yeah yeah <laughs> or uh, the project x there'll be a car in the pool at some point because it's right by the back alley. <laughs> but yeah, my, my dad put in a pool when we were in high school that was very close to like a, a, a roof. And he told us the first day that if anyone jumped off that roof, he would fill in the pool the next day. He did not <laughs> want that to happen. Literally that afternoon, a friend of mine came and did a gainer off the roof and it was <laughs> awesome. <laughs> did he fill in the pool? No, no, I don't think you ever found out. Sorry, <laughs> that, that's the problem with making big threats like that. Yeah. It's like if your kid, who is inevitably going to be dumb enough to do that, yeah. now you are obligated to spend $20,000 on concrete. Yeah, you're like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh man. 
Yeah. Or else, all your parenting's undercut. We used to. It's right. all about precedent. No, I was going to say I. Uh, we used to jump out of a, a big giant tree onto a trampoline. Yeah. And we just did you did it rip <sighs> through ever? Uh, oh, no. that would be the worst. No, but we used to. We we did try to like we would jump over. We would we were homeschooled. We would just hold a rope and just jump over it with the, with like the trampoline. You'd jump oh, from one side to the other. So you have two siblings just hold a rope and you see how. What, what was this class called? <laughs> It was PE. Yeah. No, this was yeah. science. It actually. was science. physics. This, yeah. was, this was grad school. This Learned a lot. Out. But at one point, we got really dangerous and decided to tie uh, a rope between two trees instead of just having siblings hold it. Oh, my God. Uh, which was a lot worse because yeah, then, then when you didn't there was get no... all the way over it, you get rope burned all the way down the front side of your body. <laughs> <Dude>. <laughs> totally worth it, though. Because <laughs> when you do get it, that rules. <laughs> well, this week, we have, a, we have a great show in store for you. If, you. if the internet is still working and the power grid has survived mm-hmm. and you were able mm-hmm. to download this this episode okay. you'll enjoy Jeremiah it. isn't just you know firing random gunshots <laughs> around your neighborhood yeah i can hear the shofars do we do we know like what time of day on thursday all the it's supposed about, to start crumbling about 3 30 about 3 30 because i true i land at noon You're making that up. okay but it's I, all local time so they just they're polite enough to start east coast and move west coast so did you on y2k did you watch okay so on y2k obviously the same thing it was supposed to be like the yeah. power grid internet yeah. goes down the world starts crumbling looters yeah. 2012 too and so i remember that <laughs> afternoon watching that, you know, 12 o'clock, you know, kind of hit right. all the time like zones. Like Sydney. Yeah, once you go Sydney, and then you, it's like getting all the way through Europe, and then it hits London, and I'm going, all right, we're good. I, th- I think we're And I fine. literally, after London, I was like, okay, fine, we're going downtown, and we're going to have fun. <laughs> like, yeah, it's, it's going to be fine. Yeah, of course it'll be fine. Did you have any doubt in your mind? I can't, Well, you watch, because you wonder <laughs> if, like, all of a sudden, like, if London gets shut down because, like, the power grid, you know, didn't have enough zeros, yeah. like... I'm gonna just go and stay home, watch TV. I'm not gonna like go yeah. downtown. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I watched. I wasn't concerned. Okay. But I thought there might be glitches. There what were no about glitches. About that one, that one jokester that works at the at the power plant that just kind pulled, of pulled kind the plug of just to mess with people's minds. It's <laughs> a great joke. How old were you then? Y2K. I was in elementary school, and I didn't find out about it until afterwards because my mother loves me and sheltered me. Oh, yes. sweet. In buddy. many many ways. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You, you, you had a big trampoline class test that afternoon. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't allowed to have a trampoline. Finals. Mm-hmm. We had a we had a trampoline and we had a we had a youth group uh, home group at my house every Sunday night and we had a massive trampoline and you look out there there'd be like forty high schoolers trying to like hurt each other on it's that trampoline. It's dangerous. And inevitably, and it was before they all started doing the whole like cover the springs kind of pads. Oh, oh yeah, this so, is... So, yeah. I mean, you're doing stuff and like one leg is going yeah. down off the side of this thing regularly. Uh-huh. No nets off the side. No, that was a nets. game. We played a no, game. No, no, no. The, yeah. yeah. Those, those big tall net things, those are like a recent invention. That yeah. was unheard. No. That yeah. would have taken all the fun out when that's I was like a tra- That's like a car seat for a kid. That no, was a game. <laughs> we played a game where it was like jump as high as you can and then just spring off the side of it and land on the ground and not break something. Oh my yeah, gosh. we like, used to flip. We used to flip off. Yeah, that was like a thing. yeah. Those big nets ruined trampolines for everyone. Yeah, but, yeah. but can't you like? Are they mandatory? I mean, like, just don't have one. I think you can take them off. Yeah, I okay. think you actually have to buy them. Really? Seriously? Extra. Yeah, I don't think they come with every trampoline. Oh right, right, right. Yeah, you I, have to like buy them and install them. Yeah. To what kind of parents? If Once you're a parent <laughs> that's so concerned that you would have the net, you just yeah, just you're not the, pa- the just don't get the trampoline. Yeah, that's what my you know parents. Who, I'll be honest. I'll be honest. They don't those like net fence things. 
They're not looked at sturdy. No, <laughs> I've they never don't. seen one that wasn't sort of like sagging at one yeah. point. Yeah, like if you're gonna like propel your body into it, like it's gonna save you from flying off of it. That force will probably just flip the trampoline. Right. <laughs> and no, all it's gonna do is instead of just landing, you know, cleanly on the grass. It's going to tangle you in a web of springs and weird mesh, too. We uh, our, we lived on in woods, like Florida swamp. Like yeah. We had like a few acres behind us. And, I, you know, I've told stories about lighting these swamps on fire and stuff. But, like, the, but real Florida swamp, when you get in it, it's thick and there's vines and there's just, you know. Yeah. So we cleared out, like, an area for the trampoline. Fine. You know, kind of oh, mulch that's or whatever. Sure. But it was close enough to the edge of just dense jungle that you could jump... Like and sp- propel yourself and like catch vines. Cool. And oh, stuff. Yeah. For real. Shia LaBeouf. Yeah. Oh. So you would machete one end of the the vine. Yeah. So it'd be hanging from the tree. Now that's and cool. And you could like boom and jump and like literally swing. That is now very that is cool. really fun. Now, now I have I have an important question. When you're macheting the vines, are you doing that from the trampoline? Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah. jumping with the machete. Get a real high jump. You got, on. You got a pre machete. Yeah. You got a pre machete. The, the, the you have bottoms. A, you have a buddy next to the trampoline. When you get to the top, you just say throw it. <laughs> throw the machete at you and then you thwack it. Hope for the best. We have a great show. Again, if you're hearing this, you're one of the lucky ones. Um, Congrats. We have an in studio uh, performance coming up by the City Harmonic. That's Ooh. awesome. Uh, they came by the studio pre- recently. Mm-hmm. We've been sitting on it for a month or so. Uh, they played a few tracks from their latest album. We also speak with Dr. Kent Brantley, the first American Ebola survivor. Oh, wow. Uh, again. He's, he's a big deal. Yeah. That's crazy. We talk with him and his wife, Amber, about their experience with the outbreak and why the world shouldn't just forget about West Africa when the Ebola crisis ends. And everybody's focused on and their not own. Not only that, he, the, the, like he saved a lot of lives because he like gave blood to other people that had contracted Ebola, mostly healthcare workers, right. and it was his blood that had worked up, uh, you know, some uh, immunity that actually saved their lives. He's a really important figure in the Ebola fight. You know who else's blood saves lives? Jesus. <laughs> oh, nice. Yeah. Ouch. That was really beautiful, Cameron. Yeah. yeah. Hashtag Blood Moon Twenty. Hashtag Blood Moon. Hey, is anyone having a Blood Moon party? I don't even know what that would Just entail. Just so and aliens all around, and <laughs> alien mash so and all and all like survival ammunition food. Like you also have to take dried astronaut food, like stuff. pig's blood or lamb's blood, and like mark your what? door, mark your doorway on, all the way. See, around. I was picturing more of a can't hardly wait situation, kind of like a last night in high school thing. But you all sound fun too. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy okay it's time for our segment where we look at what's happened this week in culture it's time for in case you missed it in case you missed it the aliens came down and the show <laughs> happened and we we're all just floating on planet xenon doing whatever with, i don't know xenon. how it works to ask your mom and the good news is jeremiah got a sweet shotgun yeah so in case you missed it that was it and also stuff that cameron has <laughs> uh yeah th- these are far less important if 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 the blood moon happened, but you know, uh, let's see. Disney has released a new look at its upcoming remake of the Rudyard Kipling classic, The Jungle Book. Mowgli. Oh yes, uh, the John Favreau adventure is actually just one of two new movies in the works based on the novels. Did you know that? Oh, on ba- yeah. based on Jungle Book. Yeah, and and both have stellar cast. Disney's boasts the voices of Bill Murray, uh, Idris Elba, uh, Scarlett Johansson, Ben Kingsley. Uh, wow, so, all stars. Who plays Mowgli, yeah. the little boy? 
Ben Kingsley. <laughs> oh, I bet it's a new somebody new. Yeah. Yeah, ben Kingsley. <laughs> Very funny. It's the kid from Jerry Maguire. Interesting take yeah. on the story. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the other uh, the other movie that's uh, it's from Warner Brothers is called Jungle Book Origins. Oh, it's the gritty Ooh. one. It's the gritty one. That one's dark. The it's like one. it's like alien. Isn't or it all origins? It's this boy Mowgli finds monkeys that want to be his friend. <laughs> how farther back do you want to go? I was going to say, how far back are they possibly going here? Uh, so it fe- that one features Benedict Cumberbatch, oh. Kate oh. Blanchett, who's fantastic. Yes. She is so good at acting yeah. like other people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Christian Bale, Andy Circus. Yeah. No way. What yeah. in the world? Isn't that weird? These Isn't are like two weird? stacked movies. Going I wish they the would put the story. cast. They really put, should have said, "Look, Warner Brothers did Disney. Let's call a truce here. Let's put Bill Murray and Scarlett Johansson with Benedict Cumberbatch and all, all your gang. And let's just do a, a like a, a blowout. <laughs> Why we don't need two? You're, you're only you. Everyone knows you're only going to see one of these. Super Jungle yeah, Book. I, I can't know. wait. I love the old Jungle Book. I hope they don't mess it up. I actually, just every Friday night, uh, Cohen and I will have movie night at the house. Oh, yeah, and so you know, obviously, growing up, he's five, six now. So all the ones that all the movies have been made since like 2000, he's yeah. seen the CG kids movies so we i want to do new movie experiences with him he's getting to the age where i can start dipping into like yeah my kids you know my childhood movies yeah and uh and so, but but i realized there's a bunch of disney classics he hasn't seen so like the jungle book we got yeah. the other the other week that's and a good he, one he, he watched really- it and he really liked it how many how many airbuds deep are you right now <laughs> <laughs> that's what i'm saying he's getting finally to the age where he can go past cartoons and into like the airbuds yeah, oh yeah. Like, we haven't because he hasn't done any of those don't, three ninjas don't get into the ones where they're talking though i'm so over talking animals in movies wait they got they're that far like much. babe the pig one and or look like who's talking yeah no look at, no that's, <laughs> that's the baby babies. no no two is is dogs oh that's right the dog but his lips aren't moving <laughs> but all the airbud ones they the li- i don't think the, the lips move yeah and the later do? ones yes yeah, space buddies and oh. all those ones oh, that's they're terrible, terrible. yeah there's like 12 well, that's, of them that's the blood moon <laughs> <laughs> that's how you know that's how you know if your dog, a dog's coming. lips start going yeah get yeah. the heck out get his your lips, shotgun his lips get to flapping let me tell you friday at 3 30 kalia just comes up and wants a little snack <laughs> you just get tells the shotgun me, right hey, there and i just know you gotta <laughs> She's the alien. You gotta shoot that dog. You gotta oh, shoot that dog oh. like Marley and me. Actually, don't want yeah. <laughs> Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. Old Mar- Marley was a demon alien. Uh, here's a clip from the Disney uh, Jungle Book. Don't you know what you are? Too scary. Don't want to see it. Yeah, that's crazy. I know what you are. I know where you came from. Poor, sweet little cow. I'll keep you close. Oh, that's Some the snake. Action She's the no, snake. Thank and later you. she goes, trust me. Ew. I know. Oh. She, she said, trust in me, I, I think. Oh. Ooh. Ooh, a serpent. I don't want to see scary movies. Yeah. Interesting. I got chills. Yeah, she walked, I'm multiplying. I'm, I'm also just a little chill. And I'm losing <laughs> control. <laughs> you just got greased, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> Comedian Pete Holmes has teamed with filmmaker and comedy super producer Judd Apatow yeah. for a new sitcom yeah. based on Holmes. Holmes's uh, real life divorce. Nothing says comedy yeah. like divorce. Uh, HBO has ordered the Apatow directed pilot for Crashing. That's what they're calling it. It's about the period of Holmes's life after his wife left him and he lived on the couches of fellow uh, New York comedians. 
Um, as he, he explained to Relevant last year, uh, this period in his life made him not only reevaluate his career, it also helped him reshape his faith. He said, quote, some people go one way and they find God. Some people go the other way and they lose God. Uh, he said after going through a broken marriage and seeing how other Christians reacted, it made him develop a new perspective on what it means to follow Christ and his upbringing in the church. Quote, he said, uh, when people get turned off by the church, they're afraid of people that are going to narc on them for having that third glass of wine or judge them or whatever it is. I think that stuff isn't compelling to anybody, and I don't think that's the sort of juice that makes something like this survive all this Oof. time. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I like Pete Holmes, man. The more I, it was a great article in Relevant last year. It was year. so yeah. good. Yeah. I, I, I and, 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 the, and the divorce was a huge part of that story. Yeah, seeing how the, the church reacted to him after you know his his marriage fell apart because he was considering becoming a youth pastor. Right. Yeah. Really? Well, he was. Well, he was in college. He was at a Christian college, and he was uh, his plan was to be a youth pastor, and then he realized he didn't quite fit that mold, and he got into comedy because he realized that what would have made him a good youth pastor and a good comedian are kind of the exact same thing. Yeah. So I love the way he though like on his show and stuff like he'll talk at the end about. Um, he'll ask people kind of like what their ideas of faith are and what they kind of view that stuff as. And it's just like, you can tell he's like deeply rooted, but also willing to have conversations. Yeah. I love that dude. Yeah. That's going to be a great movie. Uh, just weeks after Nickelodeon executives announced that characters from classic TV shows like Rugrats, Doug, and Hey Arnold may appear in an Avengers-style team-up movie. This was on a, mm-hmm. in case you missed it a few weeks ago. Ben Kingsley yeah. playing <laughs> all the Rugrats. <laughs> it's really impressive. It's an origin story, too. Yeah. Yeah. Back before they were babies. Um, the network has revealed that the 90s shows are also coming back to old-fashioned television. Starting next month from 10 p.m. to 6 a.m., the cable network will air The Splat programming block featuring a bunch of the amazing cartoons perfect we all grew up with that's awesome now there's no more reason to sleep so you <laughs> the know new they, nick at night they is used the stuff right. we grew up with yeah is there no nick at night anymore well I'm, well i guess maybe nick at night will be from like oh. eight to ten or maybe it'll move over to tv land or something like that yeah but like, i think yeah. nick at night is now like tv land right but what that what this is going huh. after is going after adult swim uh, yeah oh. that makes sense for sure you know, because totally. you could watch li- Rugrats mm-hmm. at two a.m. or you could watch, you know, some weird thing on Adult Swim. You may watch. I, you're gonna watch, watch Rugrats. Rugrats. Yeah. I watch Rugrats. Yeah. yeah. And cool. uh, lastly, uh, if you've been patiently awaiting those T Swift covers, wait no longer. Ryan Adams's version of 1989 has released the record as promised. Doesn't miss anything track wise. It just sports a different album cover. Uh, Ryan and Taylor Swift will be interviewed by Zane Lowe on Beats One on Monday to discuss the new album. If we know anything about either of them, they'll end up dating, breaking up, and then writing <laughs> albums about them dating and breaking up. <laughs> cover each other's albums. Yeah, and then they'll cover each other's albums. Uh, it, it'll be <laughs> a big lots mess. Lots of entertainment. Yeah, <laughs> I like the album. I listened to it this here, morning. Here's some here's some clips. If you haven't heard it yet, here's some clips uh, from Ryan Adams' cover of uh, Taylor Swift's 1989. Take this way too far Leave you both ways Over with the nasty scar But along the Starbucks lovers Starbucks lovers Starbucks lovers, yeah I've got a blank space, baby All right, your name Cause baby, now we got
Huh. So is this whole thing just owned and done by Apple Music? <laughs> I mean, Apple is behind. I mean, listen, this past Sunday night when this released, uh, an un- out of nowhere uh, mixtape from Drake and Future released exclusively yeah. on Apple for the huh. week. Yeah. If you go to the iTunes store, you know they have those big, big promo carousel. Yeah. All of them are Drake and Future. Huh. Wow. All of them. Yeah, like somehow they took it over. Because Drake has this huge deal with, with Apple and he has embraced streaming and Apple is owning that right now yeah. they, they've locked arms with all the most influential artists and what's yeah. crazy is this was the whole thing that title was supposed to be was mm-hmm. exclusive yeah. stuff from artists and apple just stepped all over didn't it. didn't drake premiere it at the keynote when it came out beats when it came out or beats one didn't he like handle the whole keynote yeah, yeah he emceed it yeah interesting i'm I, i'm a huge fan of what apple's doing with music beats one i listen to every day it's my default. I love that station. Yeah. And I love Apple Music. I think it's just so powerful and it, fun. I've listened to more music in the last couple months than I have in a long time. Yeah, the discovery stuff and the exclusive yeah. stuff like this. And, and and if this is what... Okay, so if artists... I'm wondering if this is the new thing. So before an artist, you know, ton of money went into it. They had to like build up and promote and distribute and manufacture albums. And so you get an album every couple years. But now that like streaming is it and like there's way less revenue about album sales. Yeah. Artists are free to do stuff like this, and they're doing like mixtapes and cover albums, and they're having fun with music. Because like again. Ryan Adams was recording this weeks ago. Yeah, because because yeah. now he they have direct access to their fans, and he can get millions of people listening to this music, and he doesn't have to go through the whole thing before. I think this is a great era I, for music fans. I love it. Well, well, ironically, he released this on Spotify too. Huh. Wow. Well, that's why uh, you know Apple was promoting the Drake and Future <laughs> one. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, but but, but to your point, I mean, because so many artists, like before, the main benefit for artists having a record label was distribution. Yeah. Like mm. that that was the reason that you signed a record contract was a lot of artists could, you know, get a record made. I mean, tons of people were still doing that in the garages even before people had pro tools on their laptop. But the main benefit was, oh, well, how are people going to hear my music unless it's in, you know, a, 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 like a store that sells records and CDs. Now the Internet is the distribution model. So you have artists like Ryan Adams, who is totally independent and has you know doesn't have to worry about any kind of like publishing deals or distribution and he can put it wherever he wants it and gets it in the fans of uh gets it in the hands of fans well yeah and the other reason you'd sign to a label is just to get them to pay for your record and now through crowdfunding and through how cheap it is to make albums you can make an album for next to nothing you know you buy like you said a, a computer and put logic on it you can make a record and have it get huge. Soldier Boy did his whole album in GarageBand and got giant. You know? Wow. Yeah. yeah. Wait, GarageBand for real? Mm-hmm. Soldier Boy did GarageBand. Thrice did the uh, Alchemy Index in GarageBand. Oh, seriously? No way. GarageBand? So, yeah. So not even just, Logic. Not even Logic. GarageBand. So it's like you can do you know an album for under a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, well, GarageBand's free. Well, you got to buy a computer, but you my, know, I got to get my demo out there. It's time for me to start working. <laughs> <laughs> There's no excuse. You I mean, well, you look at look at a guy like Skrillex. Who yeah. can make an entire album literally just using a laptop, you know, and and sell millions of them? Yeah. Didn't Skrillex sound like something you'd order at a Denny's? Yes. <laughs> That sounded like a joke. It really was. I was going to say, Eddie, you sound real hip right now. Yeah, I know. (laughs) (laughs) I'm hip and cool. (laughs) (laughs) Eddie is normcore. Unintentionally normcore. (laughs) Do you think there is, I don't don't know what that means, um, but do you think there is a chance that Ryan Adams, like a couple weeks before he started, didn't call Taylor Swift and was like, hey, here's what I'm going to do. Do you want to pretend to be surprised on Twitter or whatever? Or do you think genuinely she heard about it and 
well, tweeted. Well, let me, have you guys had a chance to listen to it? I know it just came out, but have you guys had a chance to listen to it yet? The, the Ryan Adams? Yeah. I, I only listened heard, to two songs. I just heard about the yeah. second Yeah, I listened to the whole thing this morning. I thought it was great. Yeah, did you, do you like it uh, 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 better than, than Taylor Swift's? I don't. No. It's, to me, it's apples and oranges. Like yeah. it's I, The Ryan Adams one is it's, very it's, Ryan's Adams. To me, it's Apple and Spotify. <laughs> yeah. Clever. That was very clever. <laughs> yeah. I don't like it as much as the Taylor Swift album. Yeah, me neither. I still think it's good and I really like Ryan Adams, but nineteen eighty nine is a really good album. When I, I like hear the it, Taylor though, Swift album. When better. I hear it though, I just want him to be like do Ryan Adams songs. Yeah, well, you know I mean like I I, it's like don't why are you spend all this time covering somebody else's songs that we've already heard? Just like either find obscure music or something or, or like create something new, man. I will say he tried pretty hard to do um not reinterpreting the songs yeah. too yeah. much, which I kind of wish he would have, because those are the covers I like that are like, oh, that's a completely different yeah, song it's, it's, done it's, in your own voice. Like Obadiah Parker doing uh, Hey Ya. Uh. Hey, hey, uh. yeah. yeah, it's like totally it's made point. it mean something else. Sure. Yeah. No, and I, he didn't I do that, because you're just singing along to your Taylor Swift song. And I think, I think the way that he did the record didn't, the production didn't complement the songwriting as much as hers did. You know, I think there yes. are certain ways that songs survive and and work the best and i think the way her album is specifically i think the way he did wonderwall worked better than yeah. the way that I oasis totally, did yeah. wonderwall i think it complemented yeah. the songwriting i think her production on her record complemented the songwriting better what an excellent well, well and, and we've talked about this before 1989 the, she had so many good collaborators that understood like full circle songwriting not yeah. that she doesn't but like the jack antonoff songs which she did like mm-hmm. four on that record are incredible you know he's from bleachers and fun and steel train they're really really good like power pop songs yeah. and when you strip the power out of them you know and do what ryan adams did it, it's it's just not the same feel you know yeah i agree all right well that'll do it for in case you missed it entertainment releases m- if the world is still here Maybe. this is a huge asterisk on all of this stuff <laughs> assuming the internet and power grid and everything's still working demons uh, let's try to bring that energy just like we're still alive as we were try before. to pretend like let's you just care. pretend like god is still in control oh my god and, and <laughs> hold on I, th- I think we have to not pretend i think he is we'll figure it out we'll we'll fix this in post keep going <laughs> yeah, I, was gonna say, I was gonna say we're we're we're, we're skating a thin, a thin heresy line here <laughs> <laughs> as always, music. music. As always, that's the new tagline. Skating a thin heresy line. <laughs> oh man, uh, music releases uh, coming out Friday, October second. Waves with the two V's. Oh, oh enough wa- with that. Waves. Way it's coming best. out with V. The album's called oh, V. Oh, or is it called Five? I don't know. Or is it? So maybe their name five, is Wav Fivers. Yeah, Wav Fivers. Wav Fivers is coming out with V. <laughs> Everything's uh, a thing. <laughs> wild Child is coming out with Fools. Those wild children ha- have parents for fools. <laughs> but, but, but Eddie, you know why they do that, right? <laughs> why why church why churches has a oh, V and oh, why yeah, dance, like yeah. Waves has two Vs? It's because of SEO, search engine optimization. Oh, yeah, it, it's, not, it's not because they're trying to be cutesy. It's because Internet. if you Google waves with one V, you're not going to come up with anything with a band. But oh. isn't that so lame? Yeah. That when you think of band yes. name up, you're like, oh, well, we got to make sure that the, the search engines can find yeah. us easily. But I mean, it's very pragmatic. We're just talking about the internet era of making music. I feel like, hey, more power to them. They're gonna they're gonna figure out a way that I can find them on the internet. Any other word could have worked for them. Any <laughs> other word. Just think of it's any like word. an electro pop group. Just call yourself, you know, Cloud. 
I mean, <laughs> who cares? With two D's. Cloud with two D's. Yeah. Yeah. That's Even just regular cloud. Yeah. <laughs> and just be an awesome band and eventually make your way to the top. And of you're going to beat out all the other cloud Google searches if you're an awesome band. How many people yeah. are searching for clouds even? I don't know. Cloud is a, a tough one to like put due like for search reasons because. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe cloud with cloud. a W. Like see cloud. Oh, cloud. 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 Oh, like in German <laughs> Austrian. Cloud. cloud. Speaking of cloud, oh, yeah. did you hear Arnold Schwarzenegger is doing is doing the apprentice? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And his new yeah. his new phrase is you're terminated. No. That's no. Very funny. No. Oh, come on, man. It's not you're fired, it's you're terminated. That's he was a governor. It's not really. He's is a it? governor yes. of California. A thousand percent. That is if. totally the new thing. I had lunch with Mark Burnett the other day. Oh every my gosh. time yeah. every Every time I think, oh, cool. You're terminated. Maybe he's grown out of his idiotness. <laughs> no, Arnold. That, is real. that makes me so mad. Wow, Jeremiah. Why? Why edgy are you Jeremiah. so angry at this, Jeremiah? Because, come on, you wow. are a governor. This is yeah, edgy even for me. Two, it's for time two to get terms, serious. you yeah, are a but governor. Before he was a governor, so? he was the guy in that movie. Before and after. No, twins. I, that, no. twins. Oh, okay, not only was he in Twins with Danny DeVito, he was also in the Kindergarten film Cop. Junior with Danny DeVito, oh. where he gets pregnant. Junior is a great film. <laughs> Cinematic masterpiece. It, it's an eye-opening film about <laughs> unwed pregnancies. The, the miracle of yeah. life. I just thought he had after. I mean, I know he's kind of gotten back into movies and stuff, but I thought after the California, you know, like his terms there, he had like grown out of like the listen, lame. Listen, you guys are acting like this session? is a step back for him. The the, the apprentice the is a step toward the presidency. Yeah, that's true. He was a governor. He's thinking, how do I take the step toward president? I can't <laughs> be. I, I can't be president of the U.S. because of my. When my uh, my, Which I think my is messed nationality. Up, by the yeah. way, yeah. I mean, for him, I'd like that rule to still count, but I think it's a little <laughs> bit weird. <laughs> so, so clearly, this is the the closest thing he will get to that level of influence is is uh, having a catchphrase on NBC. Can, can I can I ask a, a slightly politically incorrect question about Arnold Schwarzenegger? Uh, Always, uh, and, and this has been on my mind for a long time. Oh boy, how long has Arnold Schwarzenegger been in the United States? Exactly. Decades, I right? know exactly where you're going. Okay, okay, okay. Whoa. Again, I, I know don't. this is politically incorrect, but I feel like it's okay because I know it. it, it this is the elephant in the room. Let him finish. People I need to know. Always think this and they're afraid to say it. Right. He's been in the United States for decades now. Decades. Like 35 years minimum. Right. Oh yeah, uh, 70s, mid 70s. Yeah, yeah, 40 so, years. So so he's been he's been living here yes. in the movies. How has his Austrian accent Exactly. Not not like got any any less prominent like he still sounds like he just learned english like uh, two years ago and and there's not i have no issue with the accent i have no issue with austrian accents i'm just curious but it's pretty thick i feel like if i went to australia i would be a passable australian in three weeks okay but here's the thing if you watch a british actor actor on screen in an american role okay that like if you want or like an, or hugh jackman playing wolverine He's not speaking with his Australian accent or whatever, but in every role, Arnold Schwarzenegger, even though he like, like, let's say junior where he is a fertility doctor who gets pregnant. He is also an, uh, because of his accent and his physique. He's also a, an Austrian weightlifter. Yeah, but who okay, happens to Jesse, be an American fertility Jesse, doctor. You're saying that because certain actors have certain talents and skills to you know, adopt personas and accents that all should. But he, maybe that's just not a skill he yeah, has. Yeah, he's, he's not a just a I, I, I think every actor, 
every I can't think of one actor who no. maintains their accent if the role doesn't call for it. Mel Gibson like, is a great example of what you're talking about. Mel Gibson completely lost his Australian accent. Right, gets- but, but even even at the height of Mel, even when he was you know came from Australia and was in like Lethal Weapon, yeah, he was still playing a detective in like California or Miami or whatever, and he spoke with without his Australian accent. Every other actor, even if you're like an American actor in a British role, you're going to speak with a British accent. Yeah. Why does Arnold Schwarzenegger speak with this heavy Austrian accent no matter what the role is? Like in Terminator, he's a robot from the future, but he's an Austrian robot that speaks English. Right, I'm going to no wonder. Sense. And the robot was made in America. It's not like they would have an Austrian accent. Like why in the future did they make a killer <laughs> assassin robot I can't believe how passionate that speaks with an Austrian accent? Right. <laughs> Zero sense. I'm just going to wonder if there are certain dialects that can't undo their dialect as well. I'm, I'm wondering if certain Spanish citizens have a hard time losing some of their pronunciation tendencies or Asian. Maybe Austrian is one of those where it's just like that's there's a, a British to Australian to American. That's that's close. It's pretty close. Yeah. But I'm just wondering, like You're all speaking the same like, language. Like if I went and lived in Asia, I would it would be I would still sound like an American <laughs> American speaking. <laughs> Whatever language of right. whatever Asian country I was living in, I was talking about. Yeah, the concept. I'm not. I understand yeah. that Japanese and Chinese are different, but I'm just saying you would. I would sound like an American saying those words, right? Yes. yes. So maybe there's certain dialects that are just more difficult to lose or adapt to. The question is: Is how many other Austrian actors are there in Hollywood? We never know. They sound like they American with an Austrian accent. No, they sound like great, like American actors. Maybe they don't. Maybe they're just not that talented of a thespian society. Wow, we just lost Austria. We just lost. <laughs> we just just lost Austria. Wow. Well, it doesn't really matter because of the blood moon. Yeah. So. yeah. We're all yeah. going to go yeah. anyways. And, 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 and I don't want to be perceived that I have a Listen, problem no, with No, 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 Jesse. Let me say, let me say this. I know what it's like to take a hot take and insult a group of people and to be out there alone with none of your <laughs> friends. I'm going to stand with you in this and say, I, I agree with you. Hashtag I stand with Jesse. I stand with Jesse. This was a very, it is very strange to me that from his earliest work, as a bodybuilder until you just got terminated or you've been terminated. You're terminated. You're terminated. <laughs> nothing has nothing has changed. No, I'm, I'm with you. I think it's insane. And I think there's a conspiracy afoot. Oh my God. <laughs> what would this conspiracy <laughs> that he's not uh, want Austrian. to achieve? Right. Yeah. He's not Austrian. He's not or, Austrian. Yeah. Yeah. Movies coming out on uh, the same day, Friday, October 2nd, The Martian. It's, it's actually about the blood moon. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, it's that, it's that Matt Damon one where they, oh, they actually yeah, left him great. on Mars. It really looks Ridley good. Scott, man. Yeah. Looks fantastic. Does anyone else think it looks like a combination of Gravity and Interstellar? Mm, absolutely yes. it like does. Like yeah. plot. The like, best of both. Like, you just have to wonder, because you know this thing was in production for years, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. It just had to have been. You got, you know that the team, they've spent... They just face-palmed. They've spent millions of dollars <laughs> at this point. They're middle of shooting, and those two movies come out, and they're like, oh, oh no. Just hearts and <laughs> Their chest. Do you know the weird thing Falling is on Mars mind. he develops an Austrian accent? Right. And and, no oh sense. my gosh. You know, your most compelling point is why the robot is Austrian. But because it sounds scarier. It sounds scarier. It's a scarier That's accent. True. But did they mean it to be a scary robot? At first, it was not why it was designed. Well, I, I never saw the movie, but I'm, I'm assuming it, if, if I was a, <laughs> you guys have never seen the Termin- Terminator <laughs> no. movies. Oh, I only oh, I only saw Gen- was the Genesis. No, I the saw, one saw I saw, I've seen the Terminators. I well, T one thousand doesn't have an Austrian accent. Exactly, Jesse. Maybe they just you really got a point the... here, man. Whoa, whoa, whoa! Maybe, maybe. They wanted to have a wide variety of Terminator robots representing all different nationalities and ethnicities. Mm-hmm. And this yeah. is the one that made so it? So they can assimilate. And yeah. then because he's 
the best one. But he's not he, he lived on Austrian. He's speaking English with an Austrian accent. Okay, but you're actually making the point now. Mm-hmm. But if it was programmed with English, why didn't when why didn't he, he was just in English? The accent? Yeah, drop the There's accent. no reason yeah. a programmer would have programmed yeah. with an accent. Like, right. it's, it's it's not like he's speaking Austrian. He's speaking right. English yeah. with the accent. That's what's so baffling. Jesse. Like literally, Terminator has an eye that he can look at things and know everything about them because that's how smart his computer is. He, they could have changed the accent to the to the you know location of where he you're is. You're right. You're right. Unquestionably. What a strange. That'll do it for uh, entertainment releases in case you missed it and uh, your uh, and your Blood Moon survival tips. Yeah, Terminator origin updates. <laughs> Up next, slices. Too, junior junior song is in the middle oh don't get jesse started on them <laughs> again at the beginning of the podcast you heard city in color with uh, wasted love is really is any love wasted no not with the we're lord we're supposed to just no. it's supposed to be never ending and yeah. pouring yeah. out of us because you know we're maybe, a conduit maybe for he's god's love speaking of like how it feels wasted maybe he bought the beatles yeah. love album and never listened to it that's what <laughs> <about>. <laughs> no one cares city in color uh they make frivolous impulse buys <laughs> that's 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 what it comes down to <laughs> yep. uh okay it's time for slices. What do you have, Jesse? Uh, universities at the University of California, San Diego, uh, have designed an early version of an invisibility cloak. It's actually a ultra thin piece of nano fabric. The cloak device it, it's it's covered in something called nano antennas. That it, this sounds. I have no idea how to visualize this, but uh, oh, it uses tiny bl- uh, gold blocks of different sizes that can counteract that uh, uh, distortion, making it seemed to an observer like light is coming from a flat surface and it, it basically totally messes with your su- perception. So it makes you, it makes something appear that is not there when it, this, it's it covered like in this blend cloak. in with the background or is good question or it's just like a blurry. From yeah. If you're standing in front of a tree, all of a sudden does the tree reappear or what? What? <laughs> You know what I mean? Like it's not like it can see through you. <laughs> so, so, so real quick, throw this tree situation out. You get out of your but like if you put this on, like in Harry Potter, if you put it on, yeah. all of a sudden you can just the person wasn't there, and you can see like the tree that you were standing no, in front of. No, it's more like the is reflecting light in a weird way. It's not so like what you're is gonna, it, like, What do you see instead of the of the thing that's an being aura? No, no, I, I do aura? think you can see behind it because it bends light around it. From what I understand, but I think the, the end result ends up like predator oh yeah that's why it's like distortion predator yeah yeah another Arnold Schwarzenegger movie where he for for uh, reasons that are never made clear is also from Austria yeah uh but but uh there there's some the military's interested in using this technology and they said you know right now it's not big enough to to make a cloak that you could like wear as like a cool invisibility suit but it's actually not that far in the future because they've only done it at a really small level in a lab to get it to work. But they said it's it's in the foreseeable 
no pun intended, future Ooh. that you could have a, a invis- invisibility cloak that you could actually wear. Is this like, is everything that has been thought up in movies just going to happen? Yeah, is that, that where we're at now in science? Movie starts the idea and then we just wait. It's like Dick Tracy, right? Apple Watch. Right. <laughs> Right, like it's gonna happen eventually. Hoverboard. There, there you go, Eddie. You, you, this is the thing that's irritating about this yeah. because I feel like a hoverboard seems technologically like it should be way easier to invent. Super than easy. An invisibility cloak. Right. Like, why did we jump right? Because the those little, you know, those little swag boards, the little skateboard things that yeah. are like the little segways. Yeah, they're yeah. cool. Yeah. They're, but people call them hoverboards. They're not hoverboards. No, right? no. Like, they're hovering. They're not, nothing they're not the a ground. surrogate for a hoverboard. No, they're not even is, close. They're, 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 I think they're kind of lame. Let's just make a hoverboard. We can do the invisibility. Let's just pause all of these sci-fi inventions and just get to the hoverboard already. Yeah. Right. Well, Let's pool our collective abilities. Everybody that's working on any sort of transportation. Yeah. Put it towards the hoverboard. We have one in six we months. We should call Captain Science and tell him. Yeah. If, right away. if mm-hmm. Donald Trump said, as president, I will make all the scientists focus their efforts on a hoverboard. Stop. If any I candidate don't want you to that, finish this. I would vote for no. them. I promise I would. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> if, yeah. My vote can be easily swayed by hoverboards. <laughs> but, this so is the thing, but that's the thing, though. Like, all this stuff that's coming out is all stuff that was just in movies. Like, right. Star Trek stuff. All this stuff yeah. was just thought up. Right. Like, is science, like, just figuring out how to do stuff we've made up? 50 years ago or are they actually going to make something new not that this oh is my a, gosh, that's not, such a weird thing not to that say. this isn't cool but it's like i'm curious of like i don't know to me it just seems like let's stop with the sci-fi stuff we know this is my issue we know where this is going it's going to go to uh you know robot domination and artificial intelligence austrian robots we're going to end up in the matrix or with terminators <laughs> yeah. running around <laughs> yeah austrian robots who speak take me English. to your mother yeah she is crazy it's like they <laughs> it's like they start end of the world <laughs> They start Blood all moon. these. This kind of like <laughs> southeast Germany. It's hard to do. It's hard to do. Take me to your mother. Yeah, it seems like I these scientists. No bread. These scientists don't. <laughs> I, I, Eddie, before you keep doing butchering that Austrian accent, the robots will come from the heart of Austria, not some southern region near Germany, dude. That's right next to it. Yeah, I see what you're saying, but won't I won't have no won't, bread. Where is bread? That's Turkish. <laughs> <laughs> but, but Jeremiah, don't you think like the creatives will continue to dream up the ideas, and then the scientists yeah. will continue to backfill? All I'm saying is, it seems like so none of these scientists ever finished the movie. You want it always leads to the world ending. Everyone's all passionate things. about things that they so should be want, passionate about. Today. You want the scientists to have more of their own imagination? Yeah. In uh, you know, really, it's all a moot point because Blood Moon happened yesterday. So <laughs> right, yeah, this yeah. show is just so being technology's lost, dead. Lost all, in the ether. My whole point is, it seems okay. like the scientists don't ever finish the movie. They're like, oh. That looks cool. Who cares where it leads to? Yeah. And then it's going to be before too long. We just, we're going to be in the Matrix, which is fine. It seems like they live fine in there. Like, you're, in a real, you're a real dark spot today, they're taking, aren't you? taking <laughs> naps. They're laying down. It's climate controlled. Say, what do you mean they're fine in there? They're enslaved by, by robots. Yeah. Well, they don't know that. Yeah. yeah. Ignorance is bliss, man. Yeah. That's key Absolutely. to a happy life. Yeah. Blood moon. <laughs> Blood moon. I like how you just keep yeah. saying phrases. You kind of have the same accent as the Ben Hur slave trader guy. <laughs> I've heard. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that impressionists say though you got to catch on to like one thing that you can say well and then it'll all evolve from there. Yeah. I have not found that yet. Right. It still just continues to just be super bread, weird. blood moon. Bread. <laughs> bread. <laughs> bread. And you're, and you're trying so Eddie, right now you're trying to lock into that one phrase <laughs> right, that, to, to 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 do the Arnold Schwarzenegger accent. That's what you're trying yeah. to do. He's yeah. trying to open up the whole dialect. Tr- tr- try saying this. 
The bridge is down. Get out, you idiot. Get down, you idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what is that from? The bridge is out. Get down, you idiot. <laughs> see, now you got it. You're locked in. Yeah, I see what you're saying, Jeremiah. I understand. I just, we're, it's going to, the world's going to end regardless. So whatever. It, matter. it already yeah. did who, who yesterday. Cares? All I know is I didn't get a hoverboard. What was, um, what was Jesse Slice about? Who knows? The invisible invisible cloak. Cloak. Oh, oh, invisibility yeah. cloak. All right, there you go. Um, okay, Tiffany. Okay. You're, you're the meaty middle. Here you're we go. Going second. The meaty middle. I hate that so much. Um, so I'm taking you to a little town on an island in Washington. Oh. Um, Wait, state or DC? It's Washington State. You know that accent, Eddie? Yeah, it's just it's mostly like this. <laughs> just talking. That one I've got. Um, so there's a, a horde of wild bunnies. What? That are terrorizing this small town. Oh, that's um, so sweet. A, a quote says there there's feces everywhere. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and a lot of diseases, oh, that's true. possible diseases that they can contract, and they are they're burrowing holes in f- in the middle school football field, which you know how I love football. I didn't know middle school teams had football. <laughs> I mean, when you live on an island, you have to get them yeah. to do something, keep them off the island streets, and right. yeah. drugs, right. yeah. and, and the fornicating. But they just spent eighty thousand dollars to restore this field, and these bunnies <gasps> are burrowing holes in them. <laughs> Sorry, and shoot them all. <laughs> and uh, and when they go out for PE, they have to watch their step because because it's a hazard. I don't know why. I think it's <laughs> oh, so funny, and they can trip and fall in the in the, the bunny children. Poop. But is it like whack a mole where they're like running across the field and they're like dodging actual maybe, little bunnies with maybe. their little, little <laughs> soft fluffy bunnies? Yeah, the, the um. The school district facilities director says they are cute, but they have an impact on our community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Darling little rabbit. No one's no one's been this scared of rabbits since Donnie Darko. <laughs> it's really terrible. It's a it's a problem. So they're considering um, spending. They do like an Elmer Fudd thing. There, well, there's a couple of things they're considering doing, uh, ex- like extinction, just <laughs> killing them all. Kill them all. Yeah, yeah. the Elmer Fudd um, program. Yeah, and then they're also considering relocating them. And then this school is considering building a they sixty thousand relo- dollar fence to keep them off the field they should relocate him to the rival middle school football field <laughs> that would wait be what's brilliant. the mascot of yeah. the school do we I know i don't know i don't know uh, i don't know why i think that's so funny. <laughs> well it's funny because Neither do we. <laughs> no it's funny because you can just look out on the field and there's just holes everywhere there's holes, and they keep they keep filling the holes in and then they keep burrowing through them again little fluffy bunnies and they're really cute but they're they're terrorizing the are they gonna do the like town. an open season thing because like here in florida they have like you can go down to the keys and hunt for big snakes yeah think, python yeah. season yeah. Yeah. for that week yeah. you yeah. already can kill rabbits can't you what it depends oh, on where probably not probably <laughs> yes, not like not, shooting up the middle school yeah. field it's probably not a hunting right. territory right that come, is <laughs> come during a game and bring a shotgun just right. in case I mean, it's well not after just, the blood moon you just carry one with you everywhere you go <laughs> right. just strap to your back there yeah. and just pull it machetes out machetes and shotguns and then you kill fluffy and, and frankly button. frankly all commerce and, and agriculture will have ceased so you'll yeah. be shooting it for your own and I don't want to get too into this but like how do you mow that field you, I don't like, think you can because right. it's just the, like the little wheels are getting stuck left and yeah, right. Yeah, and then there's right. feces everywhere. But I mean, like it. the mower, if it goes don't over rabbits eat grass though, aren't they kind of taking care of it themselves? That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's a little patchy. Yeah, it's a little. But, you know, I thought rabbits ate little pellets of food. The, I, I think that's, that's what, what we give them, but I don't think in <laughs> I don't think in nature they would find pellets. I don't think wild rabbits <laughs> find those little true. pellets. It's, true. it's like dogs don't eat dog food in nature. That's true. I didn't think about this. Is really when God made say, rabbits for the first time, he, they put a little bowl of pellets right next to them, and, <laughs> little rabbit and that's been their 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 food also source ever since. Tiny little head of lettuce. Oh, they do eat lettuce, yeah. right? Man, yeah, sure. Yeah, they're, 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 they eat a lot of stuff. They, they eat a lot vegetation. of veg- <laughs> yeah. vegetables and stuff. I should they're have researched carnivores. rabbits more <laughs> before I brought this slice to you. I think we know enough in this room about rabbits to make an informed... <laughs> I had one once. I'm allergic now, though. Oh, wow. Yeah. I don't know. I think the trauma... I, I think... I think <laughs> Trauma-based oh, allergies. Wait, didn't it get eaten mm. by a neighbor dog? Yeah. 
I yeah, my neighbor, know the story. My neighbor's wiener dog burrowed under the fence and skinned it alive. Yeah. And it was, oh, and my I, God. Well, it, was in, it was in its cage. It was a flop-eared bunny rabbit. Oh. Uh, it was in its cage on a couple cinder blocks, and the wiener dog went underneath the cage and was nipping at it and starting to pull its skin oh, and fur gosh. off of it. <laughs> and I came home, and it was there, alive and in shock, skin, skinned. Did you bash it with a hammer? Oh, gosh. No, my dad took it in a bloody box to the vet. And, and then they bashed, they it, with bashed it with a hammer. Oh my gosh! But honestly, I seriously am aggressively allergic to rabbits What's... now. My mom had a rabbit once. I couldn't even go to their house because wow. I've just—I didn't even know it was in the house. So what was the rabbit's yeah. name? It was floppy. Fl- it was floppy. You should have—you should have <laughs> named it Thumper. You nerd. Thumper. That seems like <laughs> his, I mean, name was <laughs> <laughs> his, his name was floppy. His name was floppy. It was a gray lop-eared little cute bunny. You've like been floppy. Yeah, they had like the, the ears that flopped down like this. Oh, well, the vet, the vet, ironically, was Austrian. So, oh, really? You know, you, you've, you've been terminated. But he, no, he's no. been here for 20 years. So he's just like, hey, I'm sorry, man, we got to put your rabbit down. Because it's not that hard to learn in a U.S. accent. Wait, but you, know, you know why that makes sense? Because it's part of the story. He's from Austria. He's right. not just a random American that speaks with an Austrian accent. I just right. can't, I can't believe how passionate Jesse is about this compared to how little I care about this. I yeah. think that's what I'm in awe of that's right That's most, most of our things, <laughs> is that we stand alone on the show. He's been in like dozens and dozens of movies. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It just makes zero sense. Yeah, and a lot of the movies, he well, they don't explain that he's Austrian. They don't explain anything about nationality. Because we're a land of immigrants, we all have accents. Yeah, we're a we melting all bring pot. it with us. It doesn't matter. I guess it's I'm like the gonna... old Disney movies where half of them speak in an English accent and half of them speak in an American accent. That's because English is our fancier. If yeah. you're rich, you have English an English. Englishes are fancier. Yeah. <laughs> Boulder Dash. <laughs> <laughs> I love that thing. <laughs> <laughs> That's how everybody talks in England town. I love that. In England town. <laughs> the central England town. Yeah. That's, that's where they're yeah. Right in the yeah. middle. Yeah. Neighborhood by neighborhood, I could identify your accent. <laughs> right. That's central England town. <laughs> Man, <laughs> that rabbit thing is going to bother me. I feel like right. I've heard that story before, but right now it just hit me again. That was, that's hard. I was eight and I came and home from school. That's terrifying, and I, man. As I was, it was in the backyard and as I was going around the corner of the house, I just saw gray fur everywhere oh. in, in the yard. And, and then when I got there, it was gray fur back. covered in blood. Oh and gosh. then I looked mm. in the cage and it was a skinned rabbit <gasps> looking back at me. Well, yeah. oh my God. that's halfway to cooked. That's all I have to say. Yeah. Well, I said, Mom, put on the kettle. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. heartless eight-year-old. <laughs> Cry a little first. <laughs> I was traumatized. Yeah. Good yeah. grief. Yeah, it wasn't a, a good story. It wasn't well, a good ending for Floppy. I had a pet snake and I forgot and then it died. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> so, you you're just not a good person. <laughs> How yeah. do you forget that you own a snake? Mom, put on the kettle. <laughs> <laughs> oh I'm going to do just fine in the apocalypse. Yeah. I know that for sure. Yeah. You'll just forget I'll that just, your pets yeah, died. Yeah, I'll just get a bunch of pets and forget about them. Oh my All gosh. Right. I have an idea what we need to do for the rabbit issue, though. Okay. Is we need to release 10,000 wiener dogs on that <laughs> island. <laughs> <laughs> then, of but course, you know, we have a wiener dog issue. Yeah, I was going to say, now you have a wiener dog infestation and you, nobody and wants that. they're mean but then, little buggers. Yeah, they're not good. They're going to be nipping at ankles. Oh my yeah. gosh. I'd much rather have a rabbit problem than a... But they're not going to burrow. I feel like for a they football game, at least, you can just put like a little thing of tiny, food. tiny paws. Little, no, but they're laying around. They're like little speed bumps everywhere you walk. Yeah. You know, and they and they need yeah. attention all the time. Yeah. Yeah. High anxiety. And, and if you don't give them yeah. attention, they're gonna they're gonna skin something. Yeah. At that point, you just, bring in a hundred thousand hawks. Yes. And the hawks are just picking them off, and then <laughs> right. the hawks fly away. And then what could go wrong? You just have a bunch of hungry birds of prey flying. around I mean, around wiener the dogs aren't like chihuahuas. I mean, they're, <laughs> they're in middle school. They're long, a hawk could, but they're tiny. Maybe still. Here's the thing. I yeah. don't want to. I don't want. Couldn't the hawks do the rabbits? Uh, Can we cut oh. the middle wiener do- wiener out? But we don't like wiener dogs. So let's just get them slaughtered. 
Yeah, that's oh, right. true. Killing two uh, animals with one hawk. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think ultimately the hawk is going to be the final solution because it can fly off the island. Yes. Right. Yeah, yeah. This morning I was walking will. to. Uh, I walked out my front door to yeah. parked on the street and uh, and uh, you know the baseball fields are across from my house. Yeah. And there's the outfield yeah. fence, right? And I'm just and I'm walking. I look up and there's a hawk sitting on the Always, fence, man. just staring at I've me. I've seen so many hawks on that fence. Yeah, just staring at yeah. me. Yeah, it's waiting. Like, Waiting. Sending a message. Waiting just, for the little just one to walk out. Just waiting for me to buy a small dog. Yeah. Oh, wait, no, just, they're waiting for the blood moon just to... This is how it ends. That's, that's one of the aliens. To soar up and have its little <laughs> little silhouette. Yeah, I don't mean to frighten you, Cameron, but there's a good chance that's a demon alien. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, the way that hawks watch you, no, I, you definitely get the shivers oh, like yeah, it's, it's a demon alien. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a, definitely a demon hawk. Totally. Yeah. Demon uh, alien, new band name called it. <laughs> what do you have, Eddie? I'm a hot slice is what I have. <laughs> I, um, so, I, I, you know, I love these technology stories. This one is particularly strange to me, and I would love reactions on this. Well, of course, you're going to give reactions. That's all we do is talk to each other. But I would love to know what you think about this. So a new company called... It, it it sounds like it's Humanese, but that's too close that's to mayonnaise. mayonnaise. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it's Humanese. They make a new badge, and it's like a wearable tech for employees of a company. And this piece of technology, this badge, collects up to four gig of data on employees every single day. And the data um, will be then displayed, and you can see your data compared to the other employees in your area. Like for manufacturing efficiencies or something? Yeah, it, it's or exactly. Like what what, 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 what kind of data is this? Market the beast is what it is it's exactly that it's the blood moon special yeah so it's exactly that it's uh, a range of like you know who's the inventor elon musk heartbeat steps location it's seeing if your temper is being raised or lowered like you're in a certain location and your pulse is going up you're getting frustrated in a meeting and so it's collecting massive amounts of data and they're saying that people are using this that the idea is that they collect this data so that people can see how they are performing in uh, in comparison to their peers. Of course, they're also saying that this data is super weird because bosses can be looking at it and saying, oh, they're... Their uh, their stress level won't make them good for the next promotion, and so they're using this data to yeah yeah. But but Eddie Eddie, so is it is the purpose of the data to, to like monitor like the overall health, or is it to monitor productivity? productivity it is it to monitor. Like. It, it says the minute that you get the report that you're not speaking enough and that you don't show leadership immediately the next day you change your behavior says the head of the of the badge pilot at a Canadian that consulting firm which, oh, and this Canadian Canadians? this Canadian <laughs> consulting firm actually tried them and they said it's powerful to see how many people want to display better behavior and so they use this data for what they're well, calling it's, it's the same thing as the sales chart back in the day you know you'd have like the five I, sales right. guys and they would like show the sales that are landing and you see it on a wall you want to be the one who wins, right? Yeah. yeah. Well, it's called human optimization. And ah, it's saying the future is evil. It is kind of weird though, right? I but don't like it. I, I had a visceral reaction that I didn't like it, but then I think, well, I mean, I'm, I wear a Fitbit and I basically... Yeah, but that's that, your information that you get to keep and you don't have to plaster yeah, but it you, but I mean, my, but when I, I, I did it. the Nike stuff, <laughs> I had an app where I would, I'd see my friends and they'd see me and we would yeah, compete but, with each other on like... Yeah, but, but, but it wasn't tied to your income. Yeah, no, no one's going to... Uh, no, my body is tied to my income. <laughs> 
<laughs> Me and Arnold Schwarzenegger have made careers out of our physiques. Jesse. So advocates say that the badge can track employee uh, physiology to the point that employers will know when employees need a day off or when they're in the zone for an upcoming meeting. Uh, they also say that the badges have so far been used to detect how employees were reacting to new office floor plans and to sync employee breaks to increase productivity, which all sounds like good stuff, right? That's it's, how it always starts. I don't That's think so. How it I don't always think so. starts. The Terminator good. program was a positive thing in the beginning. Yeah, oddly enough, all the results are in Austrian. Or in, <laughs> <laughs> in, in Austrian accent. <laughs> Makes and, and, you know what? And at the very end of it, if you get certain results, you're terminated. Yeah. <laughs> so, I guess this falls under, we don't have my revelation revelations jingle, but this is kind of a weird, yeah, I like, think, obviously I mean, it's weird, but isn't it also a little bit great? Like, wouldn't you no. want to, like, I'd want to know what, what parts of the day am I performing best at? When is, when am I I would love to know that information. Yeah, I want to know if I'm an iPhone app is in my pocket. You probably want to know. Does your daily afternoon nap at two o'clock affect your productivity? Yeah, does does my one to six nap (laughs) affect affect anything? Does does my four and a half hour power nap? Yeah, is that negatively affecting my work? No, because because the thirty minutes after you get up. You are gangbusters. Unbelievable. Yeah. The yeah. Tostinos that I can make you know, in that time friends are shocking. Yeah. yeah, I do more in that half hour than I do the rest of my day combined easily. Easily. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Not even close. Because most of the time, yeah, it's just me chit-chatting and looking at things on Wikipedia. So that half hour window where I actually decide to shoot those three emails, I mean, the nap totally works. So, <laughs> so measure me away. I think... I think I think given that we're in the blood moon era we should have a weekly segment on kind of revelations updates yeah, yeah. i think that's probably good revelations updates <laughs> revelations revelations that's not it yet it's yeah, not good there. Not even, yeah i think you are like in turkey you're going uh, you're on a journey further yeah. east yeah i'm in a Oregon place trail yeah i just got on a boat on. and i'm headed you're deep, on the Oregon deep. trail of accents right now <laughs> right, you right. Yeah. Oregon you're trail. on the clark and lewis i'll give it a couple weeks i'm gonna have a, the I'm gonna clark have a few and lewis. i've never heard it i've always heard people Lewis say Lewis and Clark. And Clark. I've no, never he's, heard anyone say Europe, Clark in Europe, so Lewis. it's backwards. Yeah. 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 You're traveling, you're traveling <laughs> west to east. Let's flush All the right. other way. All makes sense. <laughs> Take a few weeks off, maybe, yeah. and work on this accent. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll do that. I'll be back Track in your productivity, month. if you could, during that time. Yeah, just lay yeah. down the entire time. And, and Eddie, just pretend that you are a, a, a detective named John Kimball, who is you know infiltrating a kindergarten yes. that has no backstory in Austria. Yeah. And they will nail the accent. It's the plot of Kindergarten Cop. It makes no sense. He speaks with an Austrian with an Austrian accent in that movie. Guys. It is not a tumor. <laughs> yes. Yes, that's the right one. Yeah. yeah. We're getting there. Yeah. On your so, way back. All right, yes. that'll do it for slices. Stay tuned. Up next, City Harmonic. Start, won't let this end. 
You're listening to Justin Bieber. Yeah. The song is What Do You Mean? And we, we, love that we one. wanted to get this in there before everybody gets really, really sick of it. Probably already is. But I, I listen to this song maybe 10 million times. I, yeah, I, I listen it. to it over and over well, again. Well, no one's going to hear this anyway, so it doesn't matter. Yeah, that's right. Who cares? You know what? You know what? The sign of the apocalypse, the biggest one, Justin Bieber put out a good song. <laughs> yeah. oh. A pair of them. <laughs> a pair of good songs. Yeah, right. he even went, he, yeah, he did. What was the other one we played the other week with that? Uh, S- Skrillex and Diplo. Yeah, with the uh, baby. The Skrillex it's, it's, it's actually baby. a Skrillex and Diplo song featuring Justin Bieber. Yeah. This yeah. is a full-on Justin Skr- Bieber Skrillex joint. Skrillex and Diplo. I think I had that at Denny's the other day. Yes, <laughs> Skrillex with a, a Skrillex and a little bit he, of grits he, on he, the side. Skrillex, Diplo, and grits. It he, was, got, yeah. he got the Skrillex with a Diplo platter. Yeah, yeah. yeah. me and Bree, we split a, split a Skrillex every time we go out for a date. It's so good. <laughs> it's really sweet. <laughs> that was a hard one to get out. <laughs> this week's performance is brought to you by Indian Summers, a nine-part series premiering Sunday, September 27th at 9 p.m. Eastern on Masterpiece on PBS. In 1932, the height of privilege was to be British in India. What would that accent be like? British in India? I think that's going to get offensive if I try. Okay. And the high point, <laughs> the high point of this privilege was uh, the summer season at the hard partying colonial retreat of Simla in the Himalayan foothills. So all the Brits that were in, in India during the summer, they would go to this retreat and it was like, it was like, like exclusive like dirty dancing? high society, you know, uh, the, the, the class, classism, you know what I mean? Titanic and, uh, on the on the ground. But but in this summer of 1932, rude reality intrudes as cries for Indian independence start to simmer in the rest of the country. Oh, I see. A rich caste representing British and Indian interests alternately clash and conspire in intricate games of power, politics, and passion. But this looks all, really good. But they're really all really intense. chill about it, though, because yeah. they're British. Julie Walters and a cast of Indian, British, and Pakistani actors star in this visually rich nine-part epic set in India during the twilight of British rule. The sweeping new series premieres Sunday, September 27th at 9 Eastern on P- uh, Masterpiece on PBS. Right, 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 right. The City Harmonic is known for their eclectic modern hymns and worship anthems. Uh, they are from Hamilton, Ontario. That's in Canada. Hey. Oh. More Canadians. Hey, come listen to Rome, eh? And they came, that one I got. And they came <laughs> all the way down to the other corner of the continent to visit us here in Orlando in our they, studios. Yeah, they they parked their mooses outside. It was cool. <laughs> they, hey. just, they, just, uh, they just released their third full-length album. It's called We Are. Canadian. <laughs> no, it's kind of like, like Judas Smith. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Judas, yeah, yeah. Jesus is blank. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. are blank. Yeah. I don't know. Listening to an album. <laughs> That's what I'd put on mine. <laughs> <laughs> when they were here, they, uh, they played us a few songs. Here is the City Harmonic. This song is called Confession Agnus Day. And uh, I mean, the whole album that it's on, We Are, is um, kind of a our attempt to capture a little bit of our story. We're. Guys, worship leaders from different churches and different denominations in a city that has, uh, where the church has banded together um, in mission. And so some of what we've sort of had to figure out over the years as we've led worship is how to do that when we don't all take the same things in a worship service for granted. And uh, so this song was sort of our way of setting to music some of the realities of that opportunity in worship to confess together um, and then taking on also some of these beautiful traditional things like the Agnus Dei and the Kyrie Eleison in the church and uh, have that sort of be our answer to the brokenness of the world and the brokenness that we so often take part in. And uh, so this is, uh, this is Confession Agnus Dei. should have we done oh my god what have we become 
That was the City Harmonic. 
Stay tuned. Up next, Dr. Kent and Amber Brantley. to Lower Dens song is To Die in L.A., which is uh, where the uh, the heat of the blood moon yeah, this uh, centered. That's what it's about. Uh, the song's about this weekend. Yeah, it's really prophetic song Lower Dens put out there. Good luck, L.A. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Dr. Kent Brantley, accompanied by his wife Amber and family, served as medical missionaries in Monrovia, Liberia, with World Medical Mission, the medical arm of Samaritan's Purse. He was the first American to be treated for Ebola. Made international news. After contracting the Ebola virus in summer of 2014, Dr. Brantley was evacuated to Emory University Hospital in Atlanta, where he recovered and uh, was later reunited with his family. Our very own Dargan Thompson spoke to Dr. Kent and his wife, Amber, about their experience with the outbreak and why the world shouldn't just forget about West Africa when the Ebola crisis ends. Here is Dr. Kent and Amber Brantley. So when the outbreak kind of started in West Africa, a lot of foreign NGO workers left. Um, what what made you decide to stay? We went to Liberia to, to help people in great need, to help provide medical care to people in the greatest of need. And Ebola didn't take away our purpose for being there. If anything, it really kind of heightened our sense of purpose for what we were doing there. And we knew that we... We had to stay to to respond to this disaster that was coming to our home and to the people around us. What was kind of your first reaction, both you and then Amber, when she heard when you realized that you had Ebola? Well, our reactions were very different. I'll go first and I'll let Amber <laughs> tell you about her reaction. I was I was strangely calm. I had had a few days of isolation with lots of time to reflect and and be introspective and prayerful. And when they said, Kent, your test is positive. What I said was, okay, what's our plan? What's next? How am I going to tell Amber? The The gist of my response over the next day or two was prayerfully saying, God, I, I desperately want to be faithful in these circumstances. I don't want to be the guy who was faithful to the point of taking his family to Africa and then gave up at the end because he got sick. And that really, you know, I faced a lot of fear and anxiety along the way, but that was the overriding sense of my of my reaction. As for me, I was becoming increasingly worrisome and seeing Kent become sort of sick and then sicker and sicker in his fever increased over a few days and 
Um, I anticipated that they were doing his lab work and testing him for Ebola. And so I was eager for that test result and waited for his phone call um, telling me what that would be and, and still hoping and praying that it would be negative for Ebola and that we could explain it as something else and something treatable. Um, but he, he called me just as soon as he found out and told me just as matter of factly as his doctor had told him, because there's not a, any good way to break that kind of news and said that the test result came back and it was positive. And I cried, <laughs> I cried and I wanted to come up with something that would be an encouragement to him, something to say that would strengthen him or, you know, give him a reason to hope. But I I couldn't find that. I didn't have those words. I, I could just say that I'm sorry. I'm so, so sorry. We're, we're all praying for you. And the, the phone call was short and sweet because he had um, other people in his family to tell. Well, during the whole process, I mean, did you ever wonder, like, what is God doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, you know, we, we wrestle with that kind of question because I've often wondered, is this all part of some big scheming plan that God had all along? Or did, did I just get Ebola because I was taking care of patients with Ebola? And it's a bad, terrible, dark thing. And God desires to work in it. And and he climbed into my dark situation and and brought good out of it. And not just the good of my survival, but all of the uh, amazing things that, that came from my illness, including international awareness of this tragedy that was unfolding on the other side of the world. So you guys, in writing this book... Um, what do you really hope that people take away from your story from this book? We um, we sat down to write this book because we felt like our story was one worth sharing. And we wanted to share it with um, a bigger audience in a deeper way than what they, they knew from a few news stories, you know, as it was happening. Um, and so one thing we hope that people come away with is... Encouragement, encouragement by a, a lovely story with um, a happy ending so far, <laughs> and um, that they'll also be encouraged to think beyond themselves and to think of of themselves as global citizens, and that you know, as Kent ex- explained, that we're all connected, um, and we have responsibility to um, steward the resources we have here and to share them with those who don't. And, and we also hope that that our story challenges people, uh, whether the person reading our story is a person of faith or not. I think it offers a challenge to, to wrestle with difficult questions, the kinds of difficult questions that tragedy and, and disaster and, and suffering bring about. And to not dismiss those questions or be satisfied with trite answers, but to, to really wrestle with those questions. And, and I hope that it 
that our story opens up dialogues between people as they wrestle with those hard questions. Because I think I think we as Christians need to. Uh, I think sometimes we're we're a little too dismissive of those hard questions. We try to say, "Oh well, it was you know it was all part of God's plan, isn't it great?" And and that's I think that's letting that's letting it off the hook too easily. That's and and, and thoughtful people who are not believers they they recognize that as a dismissive response and i think we do ourselves and uh, other people a disservice when we when we accept a trite answer or we're dismissive of hard questions and we need to wrestle with them the one point that we always want to be sure we share is that this story is so much bigger than us and it has infected so many more people, thousands and thousands of people. And um, it's, it is those people that we need to be praying for and concerned for and, and still trying to help as they, as they rebuild their lives. That was Dr. Kent and Amber Brantley. Stay tuned. Up next, another performance of the City Harmonic. To Grace G Easy, it's Grace comma G Easy. That's e- that's a SEO win. Is that like yep. yeah. Grace G? That was easy. Well, if you just Google Grace, you got to throw something in there. Yeah. If you try to Google right. G Easy, got to throw something else in it. Grace comma G Easy, bam, you know exactly what you're looking for. SEO. Yep. The song is "You Don't Own Me," which is actually untrue. Elon Musk now owns everybody yeah. after the Blood Moon, yeah. Not and he song. knows how you're performing with another live performance of songs from their new album. <laughs> Once again. Here's the City Harmonic. This is a song called We Are One, which is uh, really our attempt to kind of capture the spirit behind what has happened in our hometown of uh, Hamilton, Ontario, Canada. Um, Hamilton was a steel town that, like a lot of industrial places, no longer has the luxury of doing the thing it was basically built to do. And uh, the poverty rate became really quite substantial, um, and it has some of the poorest neighborhoods in Canada. And about 15 years ago, churches of different denominations and traditions started to work together in mission in our hometown to bless the city, kind of taking an inspiration from Jeremiah 29 and uh, the nation of Judah being stuck in exile. And God saying to them, invest in Babylon, love Babylon, plant gardens, open businesses, do things and what's good for the city is good for you. And so the churches in our hometown have really taken that to heart 
as a band, we came out of that movement. We're all from different churches, different denominations, had to figure out how to lead a group of college and high school students who were gathering to serve in mission together um, from different denominations in worship. And so this song is really celebrating the reality that it's Jesus that unites us, not simply our ideas, but a person, the resurrected Son of God who brings us together despite our differences and makes us one in Him. to dust we live and die in the sun in the sun we are alive all for one all for one from every tongue and tribe in jesus crucified because jesus is alive now once and for all time That was the City Harmonic. You can find out more about their current tour and new album at thecityharmonic.com.
You're listening to Panama. The song is Jungle. Okay, it's time for uh, Question of the Week. I think sometimes we do corrections and apologies. Oh, some people said that we should do a correction apology about, uh, what was it, the Boise State Field? Yeah. That the Boise State Field, that apparently, uh, we said on the show last week, the blue field is just so dumb, and yeah. that we're not... That, we're not apologizing we're not for apologizing that. We're not apologizing for that. It's still but, well, we, but Jesse brought the uh, breaking birds. news that birds think it's water and dive into it and die. Right. And that apparently is a myth, and that's not true. Yeah, but... According to a Boise State fan. Yeah. yeah so it doesn't seem like a reputable source. You can choose whether to ac- apologize or not, the, Jesse. The, I, <laughs> the other thing that I feel like we, we... Do we need to apologize for? Because there was a lot of people that wanted to see the intern. I'm not apologizing for that. All we said was, who's the demographic? That's all we said. I'm going to see it. I, my favorite probably. was there. It's like, I want to see it, but my wife and I are entrepreneurs. I'm like... <laughs> Okay, so entrepreneurs. What's That's, funny though is no one cared how mean we were to Anne Hathaway. I, I'm going. I'm going to. I mean, I'm gonna see it because I see almost everything. I don't think you. You don't have budget to have a well, reason. do you? No, <laughs> I'll see it. I'll watch it if it's on a plane. I yeah. don't budget. Well. If, if, if we, we have no a, other options, if we have one of those old school planes with one screen, I probably will see it. I'll be on a ton of planes in the next couple of weeks. Yeah. I bet it's on planes. No, not yet. Yeah, they have pretty it, new stuff. Yeah, on there. they do usually. Not ones that are just not coming out in the theater. I don't know. I don't know. Be, plane it, practices. It goes theater <laughs> out of theater. Then you got the on demand and plane route, and then you get the cable. Well, channel. I mean, this one could be out of the theater. It was probably out this, before it went in. It's true. It never made it to theater. One weekend straight to VHS. So, yeah. so your flight next Mary week. Mary Kate and Ashley too. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Okay, it's time for your question of the week. Uh, last week, we asked you, what should Joy's wedding website uh, URL be, and what would the features of the website be? I already have one because I laughed when I read it. Um, Chris said that it should so, be... Here, here's some of our favorite replies. Sorry. I did. Like the ones that, that uh, make us laugh. Uh, look what the mat dragged in dot com. Look what the mat dragged yes. in. I like that. Oh, <laughs> nice. So great. And Eddie would do a welcome video in his Joy Child voice. And a voting page for their wedding songs, some Nickelback uh, songs featured. I like that. Obviously. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry about talking over that part. I did it. I did it for the first year. Well, every I just, single I just week. know if I don't get it in now, it's not. It's, Jesse's going to pick it up first He's going to go on some rant about. <laughs> Those are interesting <laughs> cultural observations. I'll be back. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> <laughs> it I always don't. ends Russian. It makes zero sense. Sean commented, does Eddie not realize he is the Anne Hathaway of the podcast? What? What does no, that mean? That that's mean not Oscar, true. Oscar no, I, just, winning? I wanted to say it out loud so we could all talk about how that doesn't make sense. That doesn't make so sense. You're not self-aware. No, I'm uh, I'm overly self-aware and to the point that I shut down. And I <laughs> like, right? How are you feeling about your hair length right now? Awful, but I got it. But I got a haircut timing. <laughs> what, what, what? So even if your hair grows faster than your than your cycle, if I got a haircut today, by the time I'm done with all this traveling, I got long hair again. I got to get a haircut the day before I get on a plane. Mm. For this particular, so, so it holds right. for the three weeks, right? Because I don't want to be—I uh, don't want to be looking like a what's, it, what's your rotation? You—you you, you ha- you, wait—you have it that thought out that you know, Jesse, like, the day that your hair has to get cut for yeah. it to to grow uh, to I the have, perfect length before it has to be cut again. I do. I'm not saying it's right, but I'm telling you, there is almost nothing I haven't thought of. Like it is a it not in a positive way, like in a complete crazy person way. Just yeah. thinking I don't through. Know, Jesse, you don't have a leg to stand on after the Terminator race. <laughs> Jesse, <laughs> Jesse, your hair is out of control today. You need a, you need a haircut as well. Are you waiting uh, to go kind of pre-travel before you get trimmed? No, I mine has no, uh, you know, the the reason I get my haircut or don't get my haircut is for one reason and that's laziness. Ah. Gotcha. <laughs> like I just wait until I can't get it cut anymore. It you know, my travel schedule really doesn't dictate my hair much to me. 
um, you know, I, my time is consumed by much more important things like thinking about why he has this insane accent and roles that don't call for it. I'd like to say go Butler said, uh, said hello and that they're fans. Yeah. Uh, they listened to the show and heard their 40 minutes of free promo last week. <laughs> they um, really did, didn't they? Yeah. They got a great push. Uh, Amy Long wrote in and said beautyinthebeard.com. Uh, bikesinabeard.com <laughs> nice. love and respect finally <laughs> good one that's good I like that one that's a, I think that's the winner yeah, yeah. love and respect yeah. good job really Amy good. I'll, 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 read, I'll read Tate Randall's he suggested uh Valet.tv slash blocked in. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that be funny to have a real deep cut joke as her website? That would be awesome. Uh, uh, it would have click here for video links of choreography that is not allowed at the reception. So I'm assuming it would have to film these videos uh, as well as videos for choreography that is strongly encouraged. And of course, arriving early, staying late, crank it to 11, insert the name of Wedding Town here. Nice. So uh, a custom video from Joy for valet.tv slash blocked in. Uh, we, we aren't trying to say that marriage is getting blocked in or anything. Right. No, no. Yeah. What no, if anything, it releases the car to new something. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Something positive. Uh, <laughs> the two of you are in your own cars and you block, you got blocked in. You get out of one car, get in the other car and drive away together. With just married written on the back of it. Yeah. yeah. Dutch uh, Dutchjoy.biz. I thought that was a good one by Derek. <laughs> Dutchjoy.biz. That's good. I think that was clever. Yeah, that's pretty good. I'm always afraid to click on them though. Yeah. You For know, fear. Because like, you know, they're just making a joke, but all of a sudden I got, you know, the IJM yeah, IT a- department calling me. <laughs> hey. Well, this one's very easy to remember. Joy.has.met.her.mat.com. <laughs> That's good. Uh, uh, Bree Reynolds uh, suggested homeschoolmatters.biz. So Matt being all t- uh, all caps. Oh. Homeschoolmatters.biz. And oh. it's true. Yeah. It's good options. I hope she uses one of them. I hope I it's it's probably it's... just going to be like Joy and Matt's wedding 2016. Right. Dot, dot love. Bloodmoonmarriage.com. What? <laughs> Blood... <laughs> <laughs> Is marriage even going to exist in the Blood Moon era? <laughs> That's a great. I don't know. I don't this know. is a very dark show. Yeah, <laughs> there are going to be people that are. Well, it's it's we're recording on again. Monday. Well, we're taking we're taking a very calculated risk because only one of two scenarios will have unfolded in the coming days. Right. One, the blood moon happens and the world ends, and no one will ever hear this. Two, it doesn't happen, and these are hilarious jokes. It's not right. that the world would end; it's that the power grid and internet would would. End. So the world would end. Yeah. Well, so we wouldn't be able to download the podcast. Nobody right. will know it exists. And yeah. millennials will yeah. die. They'll yeah, die. because they have no. Uh, actual skills well <laughs> it doesn't matter I have a gun <laughs> you and your mom yep. me and my mom he's Debbie. gonna go out to Washington State Debbie and, and Jeremiah, go to an island Jeremiah Dunlap are gonna survive What's and kill all the rabbits Debbie. plenty of food co- yeah plenty of food <laughs> source out there and we can play football whenever we want it's um, my father's house alright well that'll do it for last week's feedback you can join in the conversation at last week's episode page it's time for this week's editorial question of the week hey. uh, clearly if you're listening we made it through day one we did it you guys <laughs> It was not easy. We're still no. maybe here. Of the blood moon. Um, no, but again, it was the beginning was this week. So yeah. things may still go haywire. They will go haywire. They will go haywire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so clearly the, 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 you know, the hot, the hot death in LA. Mm-hmm. It was it was an example of the <laughs> whatever it was. How to die in LA. Rabbit yeah. rabbits taking over the middle rabbits school. Rabbits are taking yeah. over middle schools all over the world. We just reported on one, but it's happening mm-hmm. everywhere. Clearly Plague. a sign of the apocalypse. Rabbit, rabbit plague. Rabbit plagues. And Justin Bieber put out a good song. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, the clearest and most definitive sign that we are in the end times. Yeah. 
uh, we want to know from you some other signs, yeah. some other revelation what are we revelations. Missing? This is a weird one, even for me. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> this feels right. <laughs> More along the lines of Justin Bieber made a good song. Yep. That's what we're looking for. We don't please, want. Don't forward don't, us emails yeah. from your grandma. Yeah, please don't be weird and link to your blog that you wrote about stuff. Nobody cares. I, just hey, I, I'm gonna be honest. Just send those directly to me because I'm pretty interested. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> keep it. Keep it light. Just go out there and have fun with keep it. Keep it airy. Keep yeah. It light. Yeah, middle school. Keep it light. Unless it gets heavy and weird, just send it my way. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you can hit us up on Twitter at Relevant Podcast, and uh, you can post your uh, answers on the podcast episode page at relevantmagazine.com. Again, other revelation revelations, signs that the end is here or happening. Yeah, you can email your dark ones to jesse at bloodmoonmedia.com. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. And bloodmoonmedia.biz. You probably forget. (laughs) Slash blocked in. I need it. Slash blocked. Send me the weirdest, send the weirdest stuff there. <laughs> Thanks to the City Harmonic for uh, coming through the studio. Make sure to check out their new album. It's available everywhere music is sold or streamed. And thanks to Dr. Kent and Amber Brantley for talking to us. Uh, they have a new book out called Called for Life, uh, How Loving Our Neighbor Led Us Into the Heart of the Ebola Epidemic. It's available now at calledforlifebook.com. Thanks to our sponsors, The Great Courses. Remember, you can order today. Go to thegreatcourses.com slash relevant and you get up to 80% off uh, their eight best-selling courses. It's a great way to check them out. And remember, Indian Summers, the nine-part series, premieres Sunday, September 27th at 9 Eastern on Masterpiece on PBS. Make sure to get the new issue of Relevant. It's out now. Jim Gaffigan is the cover story. It's a fun issue. And uh, if you subscribe today, it's only a buck a month uh, over at relevantmagazine.com. You get digital access to the tablet editions. You get the paper magazine mailed to you. And you get instant access to the full archives of the magazine on the website. So everything. You can go back and read like the Zachary Levi uh, article from you. You could read the uh, the one we were talking about earlier with um, Pete Holmes. Oh yeah, that's yeah. right a great interview. Subscriber access, at boom. The very least, you can use it relevant as uh, like firewood. Uh, oh, the paper, yeah, the paper the kindling. It was yeah, just to get it going. Yeah, yeah. keep the fire going. You got to so. have some paper source. Yeah, exactly. it's really wise. It's no. really wise. Yeah. Actually, that's a pretty hot tip for your mom. You might want to <laughs> let her know. I'll send her a couple magazines. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, thank you. I needed I needed fuel starters. Yeah. Um, my fires. Her real simple will only get her so far. It <laughs> 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 was Blood Moon approved. It's like uh, right on the bottom. Oh, you see the little label. Yeah, totally. Uh, subscribe to our YouTube channel or youtube.com slash relevant. You can watch the full 10-year anniversary live event that happened last month. And uh, video extracts are going. There will be none of this week's show because yeah. Skype failed because of the blood moon. Exactly. Ooh. But that's true. That, yeah, it totally yeah, bombed. Apparently because of blood moon. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. On that note, we'll wrap it up. I'm Cameron Strang. I'm Eddie Koffeltz. I'm Tiffany Brunson. I'm Jeremiah Dunlap. I'm Jesse Carey. Okay. We'll see you next week. listening to the relevant podcast 
Connect with us on Twitter at Relevant Podcast and get bonus material from this episode and more at the podcast section on relevantmagazine.com. And don't forget to check the magazine out. It's available on newsstands and at the iTunes App Store, or you can subscribe online at relevantmagazine.com slash subscribe. I don't mean to frighten you, Cameron, but there's a good chance that's a demon alien.